You have to do something. It makes no difference what you know. What you are capable of being is besides the point. What you know is irrelevant. The only thing that matters when it comes to dealing with obstacles and creating success is what you actually do. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing surrounded by setbacks, turning obstacles into successes when everything goes to hell. The author of the book is Thomas Erickson, and this book is published in 2021. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights from this great book, starting with, you are responsible, adversity matters, mistakes are your friend, laterville versus winnerville, denial, your list of successes, and finishing off with what success looks like. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, Sometimes you feel as though you're surrounded by setbacks, obstacles, and adversities, little ones and big ones, and each time you're overwhelmed by a feeling of hopelessness. You've picked up a book with a slightly depressing title, but this book isn't really about setbacks. It's about how you can deal with what you perceive as setbacks and instead learn to achieve success. Life is what it is. It's more a question of what you make of it than of what happened around you. Like a wise person once said, it isn't about what happens to you, but about how you deal with it. Despite unimaginable difficulties, some of these people do keep going. How? What is their secret? Why don't they just lie down and give up? Somewhere, I heard an expression that stuck in my mind. If you find yourself in a rowboat way out at sea, by all means say a prayer, but start rowing toward land at the same time. That's a good approach to difficulties and setbacks in life. Sometimes you need to hope that it will get better, but you also need to act. And here, we have one of the most important keys to dealing with setbacks and building your path towards success. You have to do something. It makes no difference what you know and what you're capable of doing, not even if you have an IQ higher than anyone south of the North Pole. However well-read you might be, and whomever you may have listened to, whichever books written by the world's cleverest people you may have read, it makes no difference. No difference at all. What you are capable of being is besides the point. What you know is irrelevant. The only thing that matters when it comes to dealing with obstacles and creating success is what you actually do. The tips and ideas I present are only relevant for those who want to get more out of life than they do today. They're for people who want to reach a certain goal with a particular time frame, end quote. That is from the introductory chapter from Surrounded by Setbacks by author Thomas Erickson. I just love the subtitle, Turning Obstacles into Success when everything goes to hell. It is exceedingly difficult, if not impossible, to optimize our lives if we're unable to adequately deal with life's setbacks and obstacles. I am honored to share a handful of my favorite insights from this great book, so let's begin. Insight number one, you are responsible. Quote, 
Your responsibility is basically never-ending. What does that mean? It means that everything you do is your responsibility. Your actions, regardless of whether they're evil or good, are entirely your responsibility. Even if someone else asks you to do a particular thing, the decision to do it and how you do it is your responsibility. A blockhead brought some donuts to the office. You ate two and your diet is all messed up. Come on. Who decided to eat those donuts? Whose body was affected? Your work colleagues? No. It's your waistline that is now challenging your clothes budget. You can always control your own actions. End quote. Nobody can force you to think, feel, say, or act in any way because you control the keys on the keyboard of your mind and no one can push your buttons. Similarly, you have little influence over how other people react since they react based on their mindset. The first key understanding is that you are responsible for everything that you do. But equally as important is knowing you are fully responsible for everything you don't do. Quote, If you should study but don't study, and instead play computer games for six hours, then you only have yourself to blame. It was you who couldn't care less about studying, and now the exam is coming up regardless. End quote. We easily become victims of our own passive nature. If you don't do what is important, if you don't make smarter choices, and if you wait to get started on things that matter, then you are fully responsible for all of it. It's on you, nobody else. Insight number two. Adversity matters. Quote, It's my absolute conviction that a setback is something positive. It's like a muscle that you want to strengthen. If you put it under stress, it will become stronger. If you never exercise it, it will wither away. To make yourself stronger, you need to push your mental muscle. Success demands that you are prepared for the risk of meeting setbacks. My own theory is that this is what leads many people to give up far too early. They love life when it swings in the right direction, but dread it when it goes in the opposite direction. And as usual, if you want to avoid risk completely, then you're hardly going to get anywhere in life. If you don't shoot, you won't hit the target. And yet, so many people tend to sit down and bide their time. Wait, because it's horrible knowing that something can go wrong. Risks are unpleasant, end quote. Success demands that we learn to expect setbacks and not permit them to derail our plans. Success is a set of peaks and valleys, and we need to learn to love the valleys because that is where true growth occurs. The path to your dream is rarely ever a straight line. Are you turned off by risks? Do you find it more convenient to wait in the safety net of your comfort zone? It is the unwillingness to take risks that separates the doers from the dreamers. While the dreamers are waiting for the right time to act, the taker has already reaped the benefits. Risk takers are more likely to succeed because they're willing to put in the effort when everyone else is hesitating. We cannot talk about obstacles and setbacks without reflecting on the mantra that was tattooed to our brains in the Optimized Coach program. Obstacles make me stronger. O-M-M-S. Ohms. You develop this muscle so you become the kind of person that eats obstacles for breakfast. Insight number three. Mistakes are your friend. Quote, Making mistakes is of course a pain. It can create setbacks and leave you sick to your stomach. But it's also unavoidable to sometimes make mistakes. This is part of the learning process. Mistakes and errors are simply feedback that tells you this particular thing didn't work. 
try something else. Never making mistakes means very little learning of new knowledge. There is almost nothing that teaches you more about a particular thing than doing it wrong from the start. And yet, many people are hesitant. End quote. I know what you're thinking. Well, Mr. Erickson, thank you for being Captain Obvious here. I appreciate that this advice sounds like common sense, but is it really common practice? Are we teaching the kids of today that it's okay to make mistakes? If a child wants to impress their teacher, their peers, and their parents, making more mistakes is not likely to be the chosen path, but it should be. We are grooming children to fear mistakes, to look at mistakes as a bad thing, rather than the single greatest opportunity to learn and grow. As these children transition to adulthood, they continue living their lives in fear of making a mistake. As you sit down to watch your favorite movie, do you think they created the movie in one continuous mistake-free shot? Of course not. It likely took hundreds if not thousands of takes to get that right. As the director of your own life, allow yourself the grace to make mistakes and appreciate the learning that comes from them. In movie terms, a mistake is nothing more than a mistake. Just reshoot, just try again. Insight number four, Laterville versus Winterville. Quote, this idea is so brilliant and so urgent, it's so important and so critical to your future, that you simply have to think it through just one more time. You need to wait for the right opportunity. Maybe the weather could be better. Later on might be a good time to roll up your sleeves. When you feel stronger, more rested, more motivated. When the planets align or when the recession is over. When taxes are lowered or prices raised. Yes, soon. So you put this brilliant project aside for future use. Now and then you'll remember your idea, but it never feels like the right moment. And after a while, you don't think about it anymore. Now it's gone. It has disappeared into eternity and gone to the graveyard of good intentions. You don't even notice that you have moved to a place called Laterville. End quote. If that passage had been accompanied by a photograph, the author might have easily utilized a photograph of myself to depict the perils of living in Laterville. By my best estimate, I spent the better part of 15 years in Laterville. I knew I had a bigger calling in life, but I managed to find every reason not to start. After all, what is the hurry? There's always tomorrow, next week, or next year. Relax. Quote, to put it bluntly, in Laterville, everyone is on their way to nowhere. End quote. Do you really want to be a part of Laterville's community, forever trapped in a world where the only thing that matters is the here and now, and future possibilities are a hazy picture that no one actually considers? I don't believe you're interested in being a lifelong resident of Laterville. Here is what is remarkable. You have an alternative. Winterville. Everyone in Winterville has worked to get there. Nobody got there by an inheritance or won their way in by chance. In Winterville, they know that not only millionaires are self-made, they understand that everybody is self-made, but only the successful ones admit it. In Winterville, you'll find everyone who has chosen to believe in themselves rather than listen to others, those who refused to believe it was impossible and now stand there stronger than even they themselves dared to hope. End quote. I believe if you're taking the time to read or listen to this, your preferred destination is Winterville. You want to live where the air is cleaner and roads are less crowded. 
The decision to go out and test your true abilities is completely up to you. If you want to move to Winterville, it begins with a decision to start. Insight number five, denial. Quote, in 2019, an American study showed, brace yourself, that 75% of all employees hate their jobs. Do you have a dream job? If you do, then I want to congratulate you. But if you don't have your dream job, what are you currently doing to get it? Or are you living in denial? Are you one of those people who go around singing the praises of your own job and praise your employer every time you get the chance? And if you are, is that genuine? Or are you trying to ignore the fact that you would rather do something completely different? Our denial is about the fear that something else could be much worse. If we act, perhaps everything will crash down around us. So it would be better to pretend there is nothing wrong. End quote. Let's start with a 2019 study that found 75% of employees hate their job. It's astounding that people spend 40 to 80 hours a week at a job they hate. And to make matters worse, the majority of them are reluctant to take action and change their situation. To be honest, I see it all around me. What about you? Are you feeling trapped or a false sense of security in a job you hate? You begin feeling nauseous on Sunday mornings knowing you have to go to work tomorrow. You live your life for the weekend. That, in my opinion, is a telltale sign that you're not operating in your genius, that you have not connected to your life's passion or mission. It's time to summon the courage to face your fear and take action to change your situation. Insight number six, your list of successes. Quote, you have lots of successes in your track record. You might not think about them, but there's an important benefit to listing the things you've been successful at. Here comes those brain researchers again. They say that we're programmed to focus on the negative. We can't help it, but we can balance things out by reminding ourselves about the things that are worth celebrating. The truth is that the majority of us have a lot more successes than defeats in our lives, but if you ask around, it sounds like the opposite. End quote. This reminds me of the cookie jar that David Goggins shared in Can't Hurt Me. He says, quote, That's one reason I invented the cookie jar. We must create a system that constantly reminds us who we are when we're at our best. Because life is not going to pick us up when we fall. There will be forks in the road, knives in your back, mountains to climb, and we're only capable of living up to the image we create for ourselves. End quote. I removed the F-bombs, but I really like this concept. You replace the cookies in your cookie jar with your life's accomplishments. When life gets you down, all you have to do is reach into the cookie jar to remind yourself that you have overcome challenges before and you're fully capable of overcoming them in the future. Insight number seven, what success looks like. Quote, if you want to achieve success, you must demand it of yourself through hard work and sharp focus every day for the rest of your life. In the world we live in, stopping is the same as starting to roll backward. But the world doesn't care. It's up to you to decide what you want to do about this. The world won't demand that you keep yourself in good shape and eat healthily so that you don't have a heart attack. You do, however, need to demand that of yourself if you want to live to be a 100. The world won't demand that you read books or develop yourself in some other way to increase your knowledge and make yourself more employable. You need to do that for yourself if you want to build a career. You can choose to define success for yourself. That is what is so great about it. 
You and only you decide what is important for you. But you should be aware that success is something that you are renting rather than something you own. End quote. So good. Remember that stopping is the same as starting to roll back. Jeff Olson in the Slight Edge says, quote, In a constantly and rapidly changing world like ours, you simply cannot remain the same as you were yesterday. You are in motion. You have no choice in that. But motion in what direction? You have total choice in that. End quote. The world will not demand anything of you. You get to define success for yourself. When it comes to succeeding in life and developing your ability to overcome the setbacks you face, your attitude and commitment to improving will be your driving force. That concludes my quick look at Surrounded by Setbacks by Thomas Erickson. Thomas Erickson is the Swedish behavioral expert, active lecturer, and best-selling author. For more than 20 years, he's been traveling all over Europe delivering lectures and seminars to executives and managers at a wide range of companies, including IKEA, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, and Volvo. I hope you enjoyed today's insights and will seek out opportunities to put them into practice in your own life and to teach them to those who matter to you. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8-10 to page PDFs, plus 20-minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.